Welcome to the No Guilt Fangirls Podcast, where liking what you like is never a bad thing. Here's your host and head fangirl in charge, Patty Holiday. Hey y'all, I'm Patty, your host and head fangirl in charge, and this is the No Guilt Fangirls Podcast. I knew when I started this podcast that Disney would factor into a lot of discussions. And if you've hung around a bit, uh, you've probably caught on to that trend. Pretty much everyone that I know, everyone that I interview, we all seem to be intertwined and connected with our love of Disney. Uh, that is just who I have in my life, and I'm not complaining about it. <laughs> uh, today is no different. We are going to talk about Halloween at Disney and why we love it. Jane is back. Hey, Jane. Hey. Tell us a little bit about you and where we can find you online. Um, I can be found on Instagram at Real Mousewife WDW. Um, I post a lot of my adventures over there. I'm local to Disney, so I'm there probably two to three times a week. And uh, I'm not complaining about that. <laughs> I'm not either because I like to to watch all of your adventures and uh, I do get a little bit of jealousy sometimes when you're like, oh yeah, I'm just going to head over to Epcot for a few minutes. What? Like, <laughs> who gets to do that? Well, people that live in Florida get to do that. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Yesterday's, I had somebody yesterday that was like, do you just come over for like a couple of hours? I was like, sometimes I need to get my steps in. I just come over and take a walk and leave. <laughs> I mean, I see nothing wrong with living this lifestyle. This is, <laughs> this is Agreed. Pretty, pretty nice, pretty nice. Um, so we can both agree that there's there's something extra special about Halloween time at Disney. I mean, we love Disney regardless, but Halloween at Disney just really kicks things up this extra notch. And personally, I know, I know a lot of people love Christmas at Disney, but for me, I prefer those trips at Halloween. I I don't know that uh, maybe it's just me, but that is really where I feel like Disney knows how to excel in their extraness. <laughs> I agree. It feels Disney extra anytime you go during the Halloween period. And, you know, we're pretty generous here when we, when we talk about Halloween time, because the first Halloween party at Walt Disney World started like in mid-August this year. It was ridiculous. It's right. not anywhere near Halloween, but here we are, you know, in August celebrating it. I mean, August is pretty hot in, in Orlando, so it's hard for me to wrap my head around Halloween time in August, but uh, that's what they do. That's that's what happens. It is what happens. And and I I have a lot of people that say how can you already be celebrating Halloween? And I say, well, Disney says it's Halloween time, so I'm not going to argue. <laughs> exactly. Like, listen, when Starbucks puts out pumpkin spice latte, you know it's pumpkin spice season period because they are the they are the end-all, beat-all experts on determining when it is appropriate to start drinking that drink. Kind of the same thing with celebrating Halloween. When Disney says it's Halloween time, y'all, it's Halloween time. Like, that's, that's just... Right. That's the way we live. Um, now, Disneyland, they actually paced themselves a little bit better. They just had their uh, Halloween time kickoff. I, it was just this this last past weekend, right? Uh, with uh, the Oogie Boogie Bash over at Disney California Adventure, which is also the first time they've ever done that celebration. Did you pay yes. any attention to that going on on social media? Or do you know anything about that one? I did. Um, I personally haven't been there myself, but I 
watch everybody on social media and Instagram, especially everything they're posting, all the treats and the different experiences and Already, there may have been discussions about going next year. <laughs> that does not surprise me to hear that coming out of your mouth at all, because <laughs> I know how much you love, for example, uh, Guardians of the Galaxy Mission Breakout. Yes. And if this party continues to be over in Disney California Adventure, uh, hello, that's part of the party. I'm on it. <laughs> yes, exactly. So I, I watched a lot of it because I was curious how this would work. Part of me thought it was not going to work as well because in my head, DCA is kind of more like, I don't know, an adult playground where um, Disneyland, is, the Disneyland Park, the Magic Kingdom area is you know much more kid-friendly. And since these parties are typically geared towards the idea of bring your whole family and bring your kids to experience it, that's just... I was having a hard time wrapping what this Oogie Boogie Bash was going to look at, at look like over at DCA. I am now team DCA. I am now team Oogie Boogie Bash. Um, <laughs> I, I actually took my family when we lived in Arizona. We went a couple of years, I think, I think three years in a row, maybe four. What were we even there for four years? It was, I don't think we were there for four years. So three years in a row, we went to um, the Mickey's Halloween party, which is what it was called when it was held at Disneyland. So I do have some experience over there. And there were things I hated about it, which I think were fixed by moving it to DCA and how they set things up in DCA. So if you're not familiar with Disneyland, Disneyland has some issues. Disneyland Park has much tighter uh, walkways and it's everything's much more compact. Wouldn't you agree like that that's, yes. you know, compared to Magic Kingdom at Disney World, Disneyland gets tight. Yes, it does. So when there's a lot of people and think about a lot of people and a lot of kids running around in the dark trying to get their candy, uh, those parties were actually awful. <laughs> they were way oversold and I, I had fun for a little bit and then I'd be like, this sucks and we need to leave. Or, you know, when, when you can't even, the, one of the perks is that you're supposed to be able to get on some of these rides with basically no weight. Uh, that's why we, you know, buy the tickets. And we were still waiting 30, 40 minutes for Big Thunder Mountain. And that should be um, happening on like a party night, right? No. Yeah. So, but it looks like when they moved things over to DCA, like they made a lot of adjustments uh, and and added some new things that I think made this a much better party. By the way, it's already sold out. So if you're like going, oh, I want to go to DCA. Sorry. Uh, every single party is sold out over at uh, Disneyland at this time. You can still get tickets for Disney World, though, if you're heading in that direction. But Disneyland is sold out, which I think also is kind of typical for Disneyland. They tend to sell out every one of their parties in advance. Uh, but anyway, with, with Oogie Boogie Bash, DCA has much bigger walkways. Like there's just more room to get around. You have more space to maneuver there. So even on a really busy DCA day, I don't feel like it's nearly, it doesn't feel like it does at on a busy Disneyland day. Interesting. Like I just feel like you have a lot more space to kind of move around and maneuver there. Bigger area so they could spread people out. The candy stops were easier to navigate. I was reading that there were fewer lines. There were more places to find um, seats to, to watch the parade. You, you could walk up like 
30 minutes before the parade instead of needing to camp out for an hour and a half in advance to watch the parade. Right. So things like that were definitely big, big perks. But the biggest thing that I was getting a kick out of was that they had characters out on the candy trails. Interesting. Yeah. And they had some good characters out there too. Like, uh, let's see, they had Dr. Facilier, Oogie Boogie was out there, the Mad Hatter, uh, Evil Queen, and Maleficent. They were all on the candy trail. So as you went and got your candy, you could also interact with a character. And they've never done that before. And I thought that was pretty smart and pretty cool. So now, were they available for meet and greet or are they you know, on the trail where you can see them as you walk by, but there's no photographs, autographs, all that good stuff. Right. These characters on the trail were just, you could talk to them or take a picture as you went by or video them as you went by, but you weren't getting in line to take a picture with them or anything like that. No, not these characters. Now, there were a whole host of other characters out that had lines that you could get in line with and that you could get your pictures with. Um, so they do still have that as an option, as a, as a thing to do um, at Disneyland. But uh, just the characters on the trails was something new because we don't have that at Disney World. No, not, not, it, I'm trying to think of all the trails and we don't have characters on any of our trails. Um, the closest thing that we get to that is Monsters, Inc. does an experience through Monsters, Inc. Laugh Floor with the candy trail. Gotcha. Gotcha. Okay. Uh, And then they also have the parade there. And then they also have uh, the show instead of fireworks like we get at Disney World and we used to get at Disneyland. They're now doing a World of Color show. So anybody that really likes World of Color, this is kind of cool. It's it's known as Villainous and it's got this whole new storyline of a a young girl is trying to make a decision about a Halloween costume, and it was it's it sounded really uh, different and really fun. So they're doing the World of Color show instead of fireworks, which I, I I'm kind of interested in that. I mean, I'm not a huge fireworks person. I'm also not a huge World of Color person. I think it's neat, but like I don't line up for hours in advance to watch World of Color. Uh, <laughs> however, right. I, I do like it when they try to do something new or they're utilizing what they're the positives because you don't. There's no other show out there that's like World of Color, so it's kind of neat, kind of neat. Um, yes. So yeah, that's I just you know thought I'd throw that out there. We. I paid attention to it. It's a whole new thing. It's totally different this year. If there's been, if anybody is listening that's been to the Oogie Boogie Bash and you want to come on and talk a little bit about it, let me know. Uh, you can find me at No Guilt Life on all social media, or um, you can find my website, uh, noguiltfangirl.com. And uh, yeah, let me know because uh, I want to talk about this a little bit more. Okay, so back to Disney World. We're going to talk about Disney World specifically since that's literally in Jane's backyard. And uh, (laughs) she treats it as such. First of all, due to some pixie dust with a weird hotel room situation that we had about a month ago, uh, we actually got to go to Mickey's Not-So-Scary Halloween Party together, uh, which was which was pretty cool and totally worth like getting out of bed and putting a bra on, I think. Um, <laughs> I think so. <laughs> and uh, that was the first time that you had been all season, right? Correct. Okay. All right. And uh, guys, like literally it was, we were, we were done for the day. We were completely exhausted. We had spent opening night, shenanigans, morning shenanigans, getting into galaxy's edge. And so we had this big hangover from all of that. And, uh, 
yeah, we were we were entering the whole I'm not leaving this room kind of thing. I think we even ordered like Uber Eat. We were not leaving. <laughs> we were not leaving. Um, but we had some some issues going on and Jane finally had to go up to up to the the lobby and have a discussion with someone over some of these issues that were happening in this hotel room. And I will tell you, you know, they made it right. <laughs> they offered this and I thought yeah, I mean, okay, I'll go to I'll go to that. I'll I'll put I'll put clothes on for this. We had no costumes. We had nothing cute, nothing like Halloween-y, nothing, <laughs> nothing super fun. But we got up, we got dressed, and we went. And um I thought it I thought it was a pretty, pretty decent party. Especially this was I don't think it was opening night. I think it had been open for a week, right? Does that sound Yes. Okay. We were there, yes, the second week we were there. And it wasn't insanely crowded. No, I think we wound up lucky because it was right before a hurricane. Mm, That's Um, right. That's right. Now that I've been to multiple parties after I actually noticed the crowds on different types of nights and kind of what we're getting. Uh, But definitely that, that, that hurricane helped us as well. <laughs> I, I forgot about the hurricane, but it did. People were basically canceling their their reservations and hadn't not going into Disney, but getting out of Disney, which is really funny because then there's this other subset of people who are like, if I'm going anywhere, I'm going to Disney during the hurricane. Yes. <laughs> <Me>. Yeah, basically, <laughs> basically. Uh, yeah, it just, it, it's kind of, it was kind of crazy, but you're right. I forgot, I forgot about the hurricane that probably actually factored in why we had this nice low crowds. You know, it might surprise people. I'm not like this crazy Halloween person. I like Halloween. I enjoy Halloween. But for somebody who likes to dress up and be a little extra, you would think like <laughs> this would be my, I don't know, my my holiday of choice. But it's really not. I, I mean, I, I like Thanksgiving, guys. I don't know. I know that's weird, but I've always really had this fondness for Thanksgiving. So Halloween's not, you know, my do or die thing. But I think Jane is the opposite. I think Jane really loves Halloween. I do. Halloween is actually my favorite holiday with a very close, very, very close with Thanksgiving because sweatpants and food. <laughs> I, it's, it's very, very hard. Um, but given the choice between Halloween and Christmas, I am always going to choose Halloween. Yeah, I, I, and, I will say that too. I, I am going to lean more towards Halloween than I am to Christmas, especially when it comes to a Disney trip. And I don't know why. It just, that's just, that's my my thought process as well. It's kind of an, an odd thing, but it's not my, it's just not my like, I love, love, love this. I can't not go to the Halloween party. I could skip the Halloween party and I'd be all right. <clears throat> you, however, yes, are not cannot skipping. skip. Yeah, cannot skip. <laughs> are not skipping. And then Disney did this wild thing this year where they offered. I don't. What is it called? What is this pass called? It's called a party pass. The um, not so scary Halloween party pass. It doesn't have any other special name. Okay, so tell me how this works. Um, this pass is. I believe it's $2.99 and it gives you unlimited access to every Halloween party that they have with the exception of Halloween night, Um, which is fine because I already have tickets to that night. (laughs) So (laughs) uh, one of the great things that I do love about this ticket is if you already have a party ticket for another night, um, they will apply it for you if, if you choose to upgrade to the party pass or if you purchase it for that night and you go and in the middle of the night you say, this is great and I would like to come back again, they will upgrade you at the party to the party pass. 
So I was debating about being an adult and not getting the party pass. And then I remembered that I'm not an adult. So (laughs) I got the party pass. (laughs) So this is, I mean, obviously, if you do the math, if you are either local or local-ish or had a reason to be at Disney World for three party nights, you might as well buy the party pass. Yes. I mean, the, the, the math works out so that it covers you for about three um, not so uh, scary, you know, Halloween party, as long as you're not looking at Halloween itself. Uh, so to me, f- knowing you, I, I thought it was a no brainer. I was not surprised at all <laughs> when you said you were doing this. <laughs> Yes. And usually I go definitely once a year. Um, I try to go twice a year. There's a lot to see during these parties. And as an annual pass holder, I'm also not used to being so structured and having to like check all the things off the bucket list when you go to a park. I don't, I don't know how to Disney that way. So when I get into party mode, I have to be that way. And now with this pass, I don't. So I get to just live my very chill life in <laughs> and, and guys, it's not too late. Like if you are local and you were considering it, uh, you still got a lot of parties left to attend. So if this appeals to you, you might want to check that out and see, see if you're, you're on board for it. How many uh, parties have you been to so far? I have been to one, two, three, five or six, I think now. Nice. Including the one that Including the one that we went to. Yeah, I think I'm at five or six now. So basically, Disney is paying for you to come now. because <laughs> Right? That's Disney math right there. That's Disney math. The way that I see this. Yeah. yeah. So is there, something that, is there something that stands out for you this year that you have experienced or that they have added that you think is worth going to if, if you've been to a party in the past, or if you've never been to one before, what is something that really stands out as a difference this year? I think the biggest difference this year is that they added, they changed the fireworks show. Okay. So the new fireworks show is called Mickey's Not So Scary Fireworks Show, I believe. And it utilizes more of the projections on the castle, which I have to say are like outstanding. Um, And I'm not really, I like the projections. I'm a little bit jaded on the projections because of Disneyland forever and how the projections can be all over the Disneyland park when they did that show. So when I see projections and you're just doing it on a castle, I'm like, come on guys, I know you can do better than this. <laughs> <laughs> this is so passe. <laughs> like, well, you're right. I mean, Disneyland, they did it all up and down main street. It was, and and then also on, uh, it's a small world had them. So yeah, I hear you. I hear you. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. But there's something, I think they changed the quality maybe they updated the quality or something. I don't know. Happily ever after uses projections. I love happily after ever after. I love their projections, but the projections in this Halloween show are great. Um, there is a little bit of live action that happens in the fireworks show. And I really like that it includes um, multiple characters. So it has a storyline with Mickey, Minnie, 
Goofy and Donald, as well as the villains that we love, Jack Skellington, Oogie Boogie, they all kind of make an appearance. So um, I think it really mixes a lot for all ages and all different types of Disney fans. Yeah, you made me watch it. Um, I did. (laughs) Because Jane and I tour differently. When I'm going to the party, I'm like, (laughs) look, all these rides don't have a weight. Let's go ride all the rides. And Jane's like, but look. There's all this candy that we can get by going through the treat trails. Why aren't we doing that? And I'm like, Jane, I can go buy a bag of candy for 30 bucks if I want candy, but I can't go walk on Space Mountain in the dark like ever. Like, why are we having this discussion? Uh, So we had to work that out. We almost broke up. (laughs) We almost broke up in Tomorrowland. But uh, (laughs) we worked it out and uh, agreed that we would do one, one attraction one treat trail, one attraction, one treat trail. Yes. We had to make it work. We had to make it work. Uh- <laughs> You'll be happy to know that I have no desire to go on those treat trails anymore. <laughs> and my office has begged me to stop big bringing candy to the office. I'll bet. I'll bet. They're like, all right, Jane, enough, enough. Uh, but yeah, I mean, you do, and you do walk out with a lot of candy. If you do those treat trails and if you take your kids there, they think that's the coolest thing ever is because they get to trick or treat at Disney. Like they never get to do that. It's, I mean, who gets to do that? Right. So I, I, I highly recommend it for the fun factor, but from a financial factor, Literally, guys, just go to Walmart and buy your big bag of candy and you're good. <laughs> so you don't need to. Not the same. I know it's not the same. I know it's not the same. Uh, but uh, let's talk about these attractions because there's actually a yes. couple of specialty things going on at the Walt Disney World uh, Mickey's Not So Scary Halloween Party. Can we get a longer name? Um, and uh, <laughs> some of these attractions are a little bit different. So if you are like me and you're like, right, but why should I actually pay the money to go and do this? And I can tell you first and foremost, really low crowds as far as people getting in line for attractions. Why? Because Half of them are Janes. Half of them are people like Jane who are off going through these lines or trying to get the best character meet and greets, which by the way, there's some really great ones. Um, And that leaves all these rides on practically walk on situations. I mean, I think that we, we went, we went on a space mountain and we probably stood in line for maybe five minutes, but it was one of those constantly moving lines, but we did, we did wait a few, a few minutes before we got on Mm -hmm. that one. And what was cool about Space Mountain is, do you know what it's called? Is it just Space Mountain in the Dark? I mean, did they give it a name? I can't remember if they named it. I'm pretty sure it's just Space Mountain. And then they just say that they have like a special, uh, I'm trying to pull up the photo that I have from the other day to see what it says. Yeah, the sign photo. Yes, it says... Um, it's just a high energy soundtrack through complete darkness. Deep Space Mountain is what they've Deep called it. Deep Space Mountain. All right, I dig that. Uh, it was a lot of fun. I really like Space Mountain in the total dark uh, because you can't, you really can't see much in there, and it's it's a fun ride that way. It feels faster. It's not, but it feels faster. <laughs> uh, so I'm I'm definitely down for for some space mountain in the dark. And then we also did, what is it? The tea party. The tea party does something different too. Yes. They do um, different lighting and there's like a spooky track 
it kind of, to me, it feels like, and I don't know if it felt like this to you, but it felt a little bit more like the Tim Burton Alice in Wonderland versus the classic animated Alice in Wonderland. Yeah, I honestly didn't feel like it was anything like super special or interesting or crazy. It felt like it was just Tea Party. Uh, but then again, I don't ride Tea Party all the time, so I'm not as familiar with it anymore. So maybe if you are, right. this is a huge change for you. Uh, but, you know, the, the teacups still go in the same motion, so nothing changes there. <laughs> just it's just a, a little <laughs> bit different sound and, and a little bit different lighting, basically, is what you get there. And then the other one that we did was Pirates of the Caribbean. We did. I... Absolutely love this one. And I think last year was the first year that they did it. I think a lot of people missed it. And I've noticed that this year, definitely the crowds have picked up. They add in live characters or actors, pirates, and they add so much to this ride. They crack me up every single time I go through. You get a different experience depending upon which pirate you're you're going to find and it's all throughout they are actually in the ride when you're floating by in your boat the other night we had a private boat it was just me and a friend and we were yelling back at the pirates and they were interacting with us because they could. <laughs> well, even when we went on it, there were a couple, I don't think our boats did anything. We were just kind of a boring boat, but the boats in front of us were yelling back and forth to the pirates. And I was like, yes. that is, that is kind of fun. You don't, <laughs> you don't get to see that like ever um, unless you luck out and you get a, that, you know, the stories where, uh, Johnny Depp has actually shown up in, in the ride. Um, it never has happened to me. But um, so this was definitely, yeah, Disney. Yeah, Disney. Disney. <laughs> uh, so this was a this was a really fun experience, a little, like you said, a, it plussed it, it added to it and just made it feel different than regular Pirates of the Caribbean. And I'll be honest, guys, I don't love Pirates of the Caribbean at Disney World. Like I almost feel like once you've been on Disneyland's version or shoot, if you've been on Shanghai's version, I hear, uh, I'm not sure how people even bother with this one. However, that being said, with the live pirates, it definitely plussed it and it definitely made it worth the walk on <laughs> again, the walk online <laughs> for yes. me to ride that. Um, some other stuff that they do. Um, there's the, there's the character and I don't know her name. Do you, do you know her name? The character that's outside of the haunted mansion. Um, Carlotta. Carlotta. Okay, so Carlotta is outside of the Haunted Mansion, and she also talks back and forth with uh, with the guests as they're she's so funny. yeah, and she's 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 kind of a hoot, and and so she's a lot of fun to watch. They also have the um, the Dapper Dans are <laughs> are dressed as dead cowboys and hanging around <laughs> Frontierland, and uh, I actually have some video of them on my IGTV if you guys want to go see that, which is at No Guilt Life um, is my handle. But they're a lot of fun, and they're it just I I so I, I do appreciate everything that they do from from the entertainment aspects and the changes that they make to make the Halloween party more special. Uh, what about characters? I know you just went like on a character picture spree this past week. So each time I go, I try to focus on a different aspect of the party so that I can really take in a whole ex one experience at a time. And so this week we did pictures. We did... Donald and Daisy storybook 
circus has a bunch of these characters. So Donald and Daisy were out. Donald wears an adorable pumpkin Halloween costume. (laughs) Daisy is a princess and they are just adorable. Their line does get a little bit long. And I also find it doesn't move very quickly. I think because it's two characters meeting at the same time. So there's a lot of interaction with each guest. Right. So a little bit longer line, but at least you get the experience on the front side that it's worth the wait. Minnie is also back there. Um, and Minnie has a brand new witch costume this year. That's very pretty and velvet. And she's adorable as always. And where is this located? This is in Storybook Circus. Okay, so way in the back of the park, by the way, uh, if you are looking for them. Now, are the Seven Dwarves still meeting? Um, Seven Dwarves are still meeting. Uh, They have been moved. They are in Storybook Circus. They are inside. I'm not sure what that area is called. It's... It's where Minnie and Daisy greet during the day, Okay, but it's indoors. And I don't know if they moved them last year because I didn't see them last year, but the year before the dwarves were outside and that, that line was crazy because with the seven dwarves, you will wait probably 40 minutes for them. So yeah, they did move them last year because Sarah and I went straight to the dwarves thinking we would knock them off first. And we stood in line for a good hour at least, uh, maybe even longer than that to take the picture. But she was dressed as Snow White. So, I mean, this was non-negotiable. We were going to go and get that picture done. Um, Pro tip, you don't want to go stand in that line uh, at the beginning of the night. If you wait towards the end of the night, they're still out greeting. They don't go away. And you practically walk on or have like a five-minute wait. So definitely the later in the evening, the, the the character lines tend to decrease. And so that's a good tip for anybody that's going that you might want to consider Unless characters are your only focus, uh, you might want to do some other stuff first and then go find the characters later. But I thought the opposite, that right when we walked in, while everybody was distracted with the candy or the rides or whatever, we could go and knock out some of these characters. And we had a long wait. We had a really long wait. (laughs) Yes. Um, I think between Seven Dwarfs is a really big draw for people that know that they're meeting because you get all seven of them and you only really get them at Halloween and then the Christmas party. Mm-hmm. The other big draw is Jack and Sally. Yep. Um, they greet over in Liberty square and that one usually also has a very long line. A lot of people also with the party ticket, you're able to enter the park at four o'clock, even though the party doesn't start until seven o'clock. So a lot of guests enter at four and that means you can start queuing up at sometimes at 5.30 or 6 o'clock. And so I think some of those earlier lines wind up a little bit longer because they're queuing up ahead of time. But we definitely went further later towards the end of the night, and it was a little bit shorter. They will cut the lines off if they start to get too long. So I would just say you kind of have to have a gauge on what's really important. Um, But if you go during that second parade, there's almost no lines. Yeah. And that's, that's like a big thing to, to remember is like, I would say this to anybody who's trying to do the magic kingdom in one day, you can't do the magic kingdom in one day. You cannot do 
everything. No. You can do a lot, but you can't do everything. Well, it's the same thing with the party. First of all, you got a shorter period of time but, and you have less crowds, which is all awesome, but they have so many options and experiences that I want to say, do them all, but you can't. <laughs> you just you can't. You just can't. So you're going to have to pick and choose what is your what is your thing that you that you need to have happen? And like I said, when I went with Sarah last year, our thing was we, we needed to get this um, Seven Dwarfs picture. Uh, and Tanya went over and she got a Moana picture. So those were kind of our big check marks that we we had to do. We were also with our friend Brittany and Brittany had to get snacks. Um, that's, <laughs> that's her favorite thing to do is uh, photograph and try out all the specialty snacks. And so that's another thing that they do at these parties is they have very specific things that are just at the parties. And if that's your thing, then you got to make sure you all get your snacks, right? So keeping all of that in mind, you know, what, what would you say to a first timer who's going to Mickey's Not So Scary this year? What would be your, your top three things that you would say most people don't want to miss? Like what makes this party, I don't know, the standout specialty that, that you would suggest they go do? I always say, my biggest reason for going, and I would say this to anybody else, is the parade and the fireworks. And I would even say that to Patty, who will not listen to me. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. You can see the Christmas parade and the Christmas fireworks. If you're there during Christmas, Christmas week itself, you can get that experience without doing a party. There are no parties that week, but it's part of the parks celebration during Christmas week. Um, but with Halloween, they won't do this outside of this party. So you'll never have a chance to see them unless you see them there. Because of that, the fireworks are a bit difficult. They're only one time a night. So it's almost like every single person in the park runs to the front of the park to see the fireworks. Uh, with the party pass, I'm lucky I don't have to see them every single night. So I can go do other things while people are doing fireworks. And the fireworks are new this year. They change things up. So if you've been to parties in the past and you're like, oh, I've already seen the fireworks. I can skip that. Ah, you might not want to because they did they did do something different this year. And even me as like a non-firework uh, person, I enjoyed it. I liked it. Uh, there was one scene where like there was dancing skeletons all up and down the castle and it was just a really cool projection. Um, so, so yeah, there's that. Okay. So you say, you say the, the parade and the fireworks, what else? Probably the rides, the, the rides with the overlays. Okay. Those, those would be the ones that I would say, if you're just going to do a handful of things, do those things. You won't get a shot. We don't get hyperspace mountain here at Walt Disney world. I'm very sad about that because it's fantastic, but this is like our close second to that, mm -hmm. our overlay mm -hmm. that we get. And pirates is really special as well. Um, so I would say that those are probably, if I only had to give three, those would be the reasons, even though trick-or-treating comes in. <laughs> well, and, you know, I, I had that fight with my kids. We actually had to end up, you know, basically divide and conquer. Uh, the boys, when we took them to the to the Disneyland party, the boys wanted to go ride all the rides. The girls didn't care about the rides. All they cared about was the trick-or-treating. So right. we all split off into different directions and, and did our own thing um, when we went because everyone has their preferences. And I get that. I get that. But I, I think those are 
I think I would have to agree with you on those top three things. If you're new to, if you're a first timer and you've never been, that those are the things that might be important enough for you to carve out some time and to do. Um, the other thing that we found on our way out when we were leaving Main Street, you pointed out all of these adorable pumpkins that are lining Main Street. Yes. Uh, it, it's one of the cool things is that I can like stop and smell the roses now. And I started to look up and I was looking above Casey's and there were pumpkins that if you look quickly, you're going to think it's just a regular carved jack-o'-lantern. But then when you really look close at them, it, one of them was a bat, like a baseball theme. Another one had French fries on it. <laughs> Another one had a hot dog. And I was like, these pumpkins are themed towards these stores. Exactly. Like over, then we started watching it as we were walking out and we were so tired. We didn't stop and take a ton of pictures at that time. I think you've been back and you took some pictures. But as we were walking yes. out, we were noticing that, that they had over every store on Main Street, these pumpkins have special uh, carvings in them to go with the stores. I mean, it's all in the details. It's all the Disney details. So that's kind of a, Jane's going to actually share a post on no guilt, uh, no for me talking about these pumpkins and what you can see and what is, a, a, you know, you want to just pay attention to when you're going down main street the next time during this whole Halloween season, uh, which yes. like we said, uh, you know, runs until Halloween. I think the last party is Halloween night. Isn't that right? This year it's actually November 1st. November 1st. Okay. Okay. Which is a Friday. So they usually go until that. Gotcha. Gotcha. So you've got plenty of time and, and there are still tickets out there. If you need to book a trip, you know, I'm your girl. Uh, <laughs> I am, I'm also a travel agent that specializes in the Disney products. So let me know if I can help you out. You can find uh, a, a way to contact me at noguilttravel.com. And there's a form there. And I'm happy to help you if you need to get to Disney World or Disneyland for any of this Halloween awesomeness or really anytime. I mean, there's really not a bad time to go to Disney. It doesn't have to be Halloween. <laughs> it's true. Now, we didn't even get into it, but there's a ton of Halloween stuff. If you are not going to pay for the parties, you can also do Halloween outside of the parks. Uh, I have a friend who a couple of years ago, she was there for Halloween and they trick-or-treated at their hotel. So the Disney resorts mm -hmm. also tend to do fun, special stuff the night of Halloween for those folks that don't want to buy the ticket or the ticket sold out too fast and they didn't get the tickets. There's still a lot of ways to celebrate Halloween uh, with your family at Disney. And I think Disney Springs does some stuff too. So yes. yeah, there's all kinds of, I mean, like, you know, like we were talking about Disney just does Halloween up big. And if there is a time, if you are that Halloween person in your soul <laughs> and you need to spend some time there, uh, we can't recommend it enough. Like, I think it's always a good time that the weather tends to be cooling off a little bit. It can still be hot, but it, it starts to cool off a little bit. It's a little bit nicer. Um, October crowds have gotten big over the years. It used to be that October was a really awesome time crowd-wise to go. Yes. So that's one thing to keep in mind is the crowds are are coming to Disney in October because the word has gotten out how amazing Halloween is. But guys, it's amazing. It's it's worth going to. Uh, do you have anything else you want to share or any other? Is there any place else in the parks 
that you love to visit for Halloween or, or is Magic Kingdom pretty much it? Uh, Magic Kingdom is pretty much it for Halloween. They do have Halloween merchandise in all the parks. So again, if you're not going for a party or something, you're going to see a little Halloween no matter where you go. But uh, Magic Kingdom is the go-to for Halloween. Yep, yep, yep. That's That was my impression too. Like <laughs> when we were just there at the end of August, I don't, remember anything standing out to me being Halloween-ish in Hollywood Studios, for example, or in Epcot. But both of those kind of had something else going on. We were at Hollywood Studios opening yes. weekend of <laughs> Star Wars. So everything was Star Wars, Star Wars, Star Wars. Like they weren't, they were like, we'll deal with Halloween later. And then uh, Epcot was Food and Wine Festival, same thing, opening weekend of Food and Wine. And so I didn't really see a lot of Halloween touches while we were there, but you're saying it happens. It'll show up. It'll, it'll be there. It's really just merchandise. Okay. okay. Yeah. It's so you're not going to see any pumpkin decorations or, you know, enhanced lighting or any of that. Okay. It's just going to be merchandise. Got it. Got it. All right. Well, good. I'm glad I didn't miss anything. Cause I was like, it was, I just so focused on star Wars and food and wine, <laughs> which is highly likely that I was, <laughs> that I completely- there was, We had a lot. <laughs> there was a lot going on, uh, plus the hurricane. Like we, we were all over the place that week. <laughs> we really were. All right. Well, you know, it's September, but happy Halloween, y'all. <laughs> uh, Disney World and Disneyland are going to be celebrating until November 1st this year. I think, I think Disneyland is October 31st, but Disney World is until November 1st this year. Uh, Jane is probably planning her, next party as we speak so make sure okay. <laughs> make sure you follow her on instagram and what is that again real mouse wife wdw Okay. Uh, she does stories. She, you know, posts static pictures, but she's a, she's a fun follow, especially during this time of year. So if you want to get more, or if you have questions, you can always hit her up through her stories. And I know that she'll be happy to guide you in the right way. And, uh, Absolutely. yeah, thanks for, thanks for listening to the no guilt fangirls podcast and come back to fangirl with us again real soon. Thanks, Jane. Thanks, Patty.